This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com, code SUPER24. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast and it's the final whistle, the music in the background as you know every time this is played. Celebration time, it means the bees have got three points in the bag. Brentford one, Reading nil. Tight game it was today, but it's only three points that matters. And as you hear, the fans are very happy. Five games out of six, I think it is, we've won now, isn't it? Five games out of six. We're back from the international break. Bit nervous that it might have affected us. But no, it's normal service resumed. As Brentford, have, well, this, the, the steamroller goes on. That, in the end, that was a good result, wasn't it? Solid result. First half, quiet. Second half, more dominant. Maybe could have got two, three goals. They never really looked like scoring, to be honest. I mean, they didn't look like scoring, you said, but the fact is that I thought Reading, they, they played us quite well, particularly in the first half, didn't they? Yes, indeed. They had a couple of good players, pushed up hard on us, did a, made a few chances themselves, but I've got to say it again, I don't really think they were ever going to score a goal. Man of the match, Reyes, second, Henry. Fantastic performances all round. Thomas Frank's coming over to the fans. He's lapping up the applause. He's giving it loads of come on. If you didn't hear the old uh, Thomas Frank uh, podcast that we did, we got him down the pub a few weeks ago. London. check it out. Brilliant. And uh, he talked about how we love to have this connection with the fans. As you can see, this result meant a lot to him. The players are coming over now as well. You've got Rico Henry coming over. You've got uh, Brian as well. Buemo is as well. They're all here. This has been a teething tremendous result, hasn't it? Great result. Yeah, good result. It was quite a tight game, but the Bees had the better quality where it counted. Um, I think a 1-0, 2-0 home win was deserved. Raya made a great stop in the first half, let's not forget that, but 
Great to see some of the young players coming on. Jan Zan with a great little cameo at the end. Watkins did really well at centre forward today. And Jean Vier is going to have a job to dislodge uh, Pinnock from the back four because the back four was solid. It's interesting because obviously there's a bit of fear because we've had a, a few injuries, a few um, players that are, bit, are out through suspension. So we had to, to flip the script a little bit today. And the players that came on, uh, they, did, they did all right, didn't they? Yeah, they did pretty well. I think probably the one we might have missed was, was Norgard with those passes he hits that suddenly take two or three players out of the game. But actually the midfield three grew into it a bit as the game went on. We dominated the second half, I thought. Reading have got some dangerous players, but the Bees were easy winners in the end. Absolutely. Listen, we, 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 we do like evenings. I say under the lights. I mean, it's not even a Tuesday night. It's a Saturday, but the floodlights are out here. And uh, glorious Griffin Park. There are only, I can't even see the sign from here because my eyes are gone. I don't know how many games. 15 games to go or something like that. Probably 15-ish games to go at Griffin Park. And to get a result like this is fantastic, isn't it? It was. It was amazing, especially when you've got the referee. Uh, they've got the referee on side. I thought he was atrocious. And I didn't think uh, they were They were more than aggressive. I, mean, I heard you saying the other day they're not aggressive. I mean, you know, they oh. were... Awful. I think the new, I think the new uh, manager that's come in, he's uh, he's changed the style of play yeah, of them because beforehand they weren't. But now, um, if you if you listen to Sim from the Tyler stand who was on our podcast beforehand, he actually said the new manager has made them more aggressive. You can see it today, couldn't you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean they they seem to do it. In, they seem to take it in turns to sort of, you know, well to just get they, these niggly little fouls that they get away with. And I just thought the referee was shocking because he was giving them fouls when they were just falling over. I know we're biased, but still. But, I mean, we got around it. And, and as, as usual, Ben Rama was superb. Ox, uh, no, um, yeah, Samburek. Samburek. He looked fantastic. He looked really lively. I was uh, very impressed. And, uh, yeah, great. I'm very happy. Happy B. So, Reading fan in the house here. And I'll say to you, listen... You know, we're having a few beers here after the game. Commiserations. Uh, you came down to Griffith Park and you did, I think, a good job at holding us to bay, but it didn't quite go to plan in the end, did it? No, it didn't quite go to plan. I thought the game was quite scrappy at times, to be honest. Uh, we had a few chances at the end where I think we could have nicked some in. But all in all, um, not too disappointed in result. But ultimately, I think we could have done better on the day and we could have finished off some of them chances at the end. It's been a bit of a turnaround for Reading. I mean, at the beginning of the season, obviously, you know, you got rid of the manager. Um, is it Gomez, I think it was, is it? You know, your manager you got rid of and then you've got your new manager in now, which a lot of fans were a little bit confused about because it was your director of football, looked like he was giving himself a gig. But to be fair to him, he's turned a few things around and he's made you a lot harder to beat, hasn't he? Yeah, Bowen's come in and he's playing a more direct style of football. It was quite nice for us to see in terms of we're actually getting some results. Um, in four games, we got three wins um, and the one draw. And the draw at QPR away was extremely convincing in terms of our performance. We're quite unlucky to lose that as well. So, yeah, I'm quite happy with the change. Um, a lot of fans were disappointed, but I think Bowen is slowly starting to win the fans over. And also, I mean, we're talking about Brentford, you know, like I said, we always like to tip our app. We're not sitting down there. Yes, at times you were frustrating in the fact that you, you went out to frustrate us. You know, you did the little niggly fouls in the areas which you were allowed to get away with with the referee who was quite lenient. So it stopped us 
and doing our play. At the same time, you also had some skill mixed up with your uh, with your kind of rough and tough football. We thought your number 14, or we thought it was very good. We thought your number five, uh, the centre back as well. We thought he was quite decent. And obviously, John Swift, we know him from his time at Brentford. We thought you know a lot of your stuff go for him, and he was a player that you didn't want to get on the ball. Yeah, so recently, Ajaria, again, he's been putting in good shifts, number 14, and Miazga as well at centre-back, but Ajaria is something special, like we're happy to have him as a loanee, and we'd love the chance to try and buy him at the end of the season. Uh, these are sort of players that we need to be holding on to, and obviously Bowen's using them to his advantage now with this direct style of football, getting quite physical, using those big players to our advantage, and yeah, let's hope we can pick up some more points now for the rest of the season with these guys. And Puskas, I mean, he was... Uh... I mean, we're very pleased. We got Raya from Blackburn in the close season. We had Bentley last season, and uh, Raya, we think, is uh, one step up from him. Um, we noticed that he, 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 he delivered, he, he picked up all the crosses that you put in the area. He commanded his area, but also one on one, he had an excellent chance. Um, or, well, well, Puskas had an excellent chance where he was in on goal, and Rowan um, and Raya did an absolutely teething, tremendous, brilliant job in actually smothering the ball. Pushkash is a fantastic player and he needs to just find his feet again. He had a really good start against Cardiff, getting the goals against Cardiff. And, uh, you know, the way we're going now is once he picks up that confidence, I felt like he wasn't quite confident on the ball, he might be able to finish those chances off. And if the whole team's playing better, as they seem to be under Bowen, I think that will come naturally in the end. OK, listen, good luck to you and safe trip down the M4. Cheers, mate. All the best. Good luck to you for the rest of the season. Great result. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good result. It was, you know what, today was what we should have done against Huddersfield, I think. In the, it was a very tight game. Redner a form team, just as Huddersfield were. Um, but today it was us that got that goal. And um, yeah, great result. Really, really good. We weren't brilliant today by any stretch of the imagination. We, know, we all know we're down to the bare bones in terms of, the, in terms of the, the team. The first 11 that are out there pretty much pick themselves. Uh, Zambrick's next on the, on the pitch, clearly, and he, and he did come on as um, substitute. So, ultimately, taking all that into account, a great result. I mean, I don't know what... <laughs> listen, this podcast, we've had a few technical problems, so I don't know what's going to be on here and what's been lost. But a few things we were saying, we were talking about... Um, Raya and the defence being completely solid and, and, and the crosses coming in which has really been a bit of a, 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 a new dawn for us isn't it yeah Raya I mean he's um, he's been exceptional he you know there's, a, there's quite a few things about him number one he's a baller isn't he he's one of the few goalkeepers probably the only goalkeeper I've ever seen here but if he stood up to take a penalty in a you know in a, in a, in a shootout and I wouldn't be shitting myself because he looks like he can play football uh, so they've got the confidence to play back to him that's clear you can see that a lot for crosses he makes a decision and he goes for it and um, he held one cross deep into injury time that you know was great and, and he also played that you know one on one with him like, he just showed the player out it seemed and then he didn't, he didn't fly in he didn't dive in and then he, and then he was there wasn't he and he, and he and he stopped what looked like it was going to be an inevitable goal I know um so you know, I, I, yeah, and what I was going to say was, I know that not all one-on-ones are inevitable goals, but he was—he um, was—I thought he was great today, really, really good, and I've got so much more confidence in him than than I did in Bentley, to be honest. What I'll say is, you obviously talked about the fact that we are bare bones today. Um, we were, you know, down to bare bones. Okay, yes, we still got some good players in there, but we were struggling a little bit to to you know to fill the gaps and stuff. Yeah. So, so we had to bring new players in, and one player that came in. 
at Jan Zambrick. And he didn't look out of place at all, did he? No, he didn't. He came on with, what, 20 minutes to go? And, you know, he was, um, he, he had a bit of leg, he had, he, had, he had lots of legs. Ben Rama, I thought that was probably was the substitution. Whether Ben Rama still got a bit of, the, you know, the injury going on, I don't know. Uh, and, and he came on and, yeah, he didn't, he didn't, I wouldn't say put a foot wrong. I thought he did really very well. With these three games in, in what is it, seven days, uh, we could even see him start in one of the next two games. It wouldn't surprise me. Onwards and upwards from here, five points or five wins from six games. When's it going to stop? Well, it's a, it's a massive task, isn't it, with two games coming up. With, as I say, I mean, at least I guess Norgard can come back in on uh, Wednesday. And then, and then that's it, really. So we're up to maybe one extra player. Massive, massive task to be able to keep going for the next two games. More or less playing the same team. Uh, you know, Makocho, three games in five days. That's always been a big ask for him previously, and he was very, very good today as well. So, you know, I, I'd be very surprised if we didn't drop some points in the next two games. Listen, I, I've got to say this as well. Sorry, I've got to get the plug in as well. Don't forget to vote for us at the FSA Awards, bestsorted.com forward slash awards. Vote for us in the best fan media category. I think we've got about a week to go on that one. Really appreciate that. Thought I'd drop it in there while I remember. Flipping over to the Liberal Nick. Okay. Um, you, I know that you've been very busy because there's, uh, there's, there's something happening in, uh, in three weeks' time, you know, where people are going to be putting things into boxes, folding up pieces of paper and stuff like that. But you've managed to take your mind off that for a few hours to go and watch uh, a very good result, didn't you? Yeah, it was. It was a close result. It was like it will probably be on December 13th in a few places. I thought today was a, uh, interesting because I think we had a battle harder than we have done for a while. I have to say, Reading didn't impress me that much, um, but John Swift um, looked looked to be the only decent player that they really had. The rest of, but Brentford, I was really pleased to see Zian Burek. I was really pleased to see he came on. I thought he played excellent when, it, when he came on for us. And Pinnock, Pinnock deserves full amount of credit for coming into that team today. Looked like he'd been playing in the centre back role at Pontus for a while. Um, not that it this was his was it his first appearance of the season or can't quite can't quite remember. But anyway, looked very secure at the back. I agree with what Matt was saying earlier. You know, we are we are now into the week in week out two games a week hard run hard grudge and we need to battle we need to stick in there and there's no reason why we shouldn't be hovering around the playoffs in 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 christmas the only thing that i mean you know this will people will laugh at me for saying this my only disappointment is that every time that Watkins scores a goal my joy at seeing the goals go in it was a good one again today is tempered by the fact that I can see the pound signs being thrust in his eyes come January but if we're if we're into the top if we're in the top four or five or six we're hearing all these rumours about players who might move on in January if we're in the top six in January nobody is going nowhere and we can really make a good challenge. I'm excited for this team. Let's move onward and upward. Yeah, so I've got the Danish contingent here, and uh, the last time I saw you, <laughs> you were standing on a, a few tables in a bar in Kosovo. Um, not even, not even, a, not even, a, it wasn't even a week ago, was it? It was uh, six days ago, last Sunday. Yeah, met you in Kosovo. That's right. We did a, we did the seven-hour journey in the minibus from Belgrade to Kosovo after Speedy staying bell. out all night. It was a very good trip, wasn't it? 
It was absolutely fantastic. Kosovo is great. <laughs> Kosovo is great, but also Belgrade was also absolutely fantastic. Out till five, six o'clock in the morning most nights. Brilliant. Yeah, and then, like you said, you get that Pride of West London. If you check out the pre-reading podcast, we talked about the international bees and the international experience and the amount of Brentford fans that we met in Kosovo, and especially at Red Star Belgrade with the Dan Tanner link that we've got there. They were very pleased. Red Star TV apparently is all over Red Star Belgrade TV, and they've all got Brentford shirts, so which is all good. But flipping it back to this game, I mean, obviously we got the red and white stripes on today, and the red and white stripes against the blue and white hoops, and we uh, we came out on top, didn't we? Yeah, just about. Um, I was absolutely cacking myself, actually, every time Reading launched the ball forward because I'm so used to our defence being awful, absolute shit, that every time someone does launch the ball forward, you think, oh, fucking hell, we're going to fucking, we're going to concede now. It's going to be 1-1, oh, it's going to be... But actually, we're really, we are genuinely really tight at the back. There was that little scramble in the box where it was a little bit messy and thing. Maybe we're not that good at the back, but actually, it was so tight. Right? I, and that's the first time I've actually seen, I've, I've act, like, witnessed it live in the stadium, us being that good and that tight at the back. It's fantastic. Listen, again, you know, it, it could have gone either way. But interestingly, and we said this before, and I know we maybe repeat ourselves, but like I said, technical problems, so we're not sure what we actually have and don't have. We might have lost a few of the interviews that we had today due to technical problems. So what I will say, listen, is um, in, in the first half, we could, have, we, we could have lost it. We could have gone 1-0 down. And to me, I thought that it was almost like Thomas Frank didn't go hell for leather. He just gave it to Reading, let them do their thing, as long as we didn't go behind. And in the second half, we just took it up a level. Yeah, I think we just let them go, let them, let them try and come at us, and we just we didn't change our game. we didn't change our game up for them. We didn't try to change our tactics or anything. We just we just played we just played very consistently in one kind of way, and it and it worked, and it won won in the end. It was a, it was a very hard fought battle, absolutely, but but in the end we came out on top, and it didn't actually look all that difficult when you compare to some games. I mean threadbare side but we've got some very good players there a few people talked about the fear that some of them players might not be here in January do you have that same fear nah used to it ok but so so what will happen if uh, Ben Rama and or Watkins go I mean Ben Rama's replacement is well he's he's, he's he's injured now but at least he's there and he's ready and he's being trained up which is Valencia isn't it that's clearly Clearly, he's been brought in to be the Ben Rama replacement. I think you shouldn't. I don't like to be worried about players leaving because we have absolutely no control of it. At the end of the day, it's entirely down to who comes in, how much money they're going to put down, and usually, if a player is that good, the money will come in. So there's no absolutely no reason to be worried about it. Just got to make sure that we always have someone or one or two players coming up through ready ready to, to take over from and yeah it might not be the perfect timing it might be a case where one player will come in and it'll be shit for five games and then it'll be absolutely brilliant fine we're all happy we're all we're all happy here but it's interesting people are talking about heart in mouth moments and uh, you, you, there's a lot of heart in mouth moments for you wasn't it oh yeah 100 percent john swift free kick in the 85th minute or whatever and you think well we're gonna we're gonna draw this game, 
and that basically we did all right though yeah yeah one and, and, went and, very happy and what is it i mean what is the difference because the fact is that you know we're all standing around there and everyone's saying oh my god we thought that you know we're going to throw it away but in the end of the day it was probably quite safe wasn't it oh well i mean i think so but you look at our back line we didn't concede that many chances and when we when we had our chances we took them and that i think that's more or less represents a one nil result there wasn't that many chances we got a chance we scored it they didn't it's interesting when you talked about that i mean pretty football that we've been playing this definitely was not a pretty game okay reading helped to not make it a pretty game even though they do play football at times but they definitely were there to stop us playing they did the cynical fouls and we're not saying it if Reading fans are listening in a negative way but you you knew where to foul us at the right time without getting the yellow cards either as well and stopped us from actually having our free-flowing play which fair enough would make it a lot more difficult for us but um I think the positive thing is that we were able to overcome that weren't we Jensen coming into the team made a big difference it's very creative thought Pinnock had a good game ensuring up the defence with uh, with Pontus who's been absolutely brilliant and Jean-Vierre is going to have a challenge getting back into the team Watkins looks so much more of a centre forward than he did 10 games ago and I think that we look so exciting as a team and that's the sort of result that we need to ground out if we're going to go on to bigger and better things you said that with a lot of pride I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of pride I mean inside the pub here <laughs> not talking about London pride we're talking about proper pride not saying London pride isn't proper but we're talking about pride here I'm digging myself out of a hole now aren't I <laughs> but um, we're inside the pub here and it's buzzing it's full people are very very happy you can feel that this we're on the edge of something here at Brentford do you think definitely I think like at the beginning of the season we had this massive amount of expectation where we thought we were going to smash it we're going to win every game and then obviously uh, Birmingham brought us down down to a level and it kind of plateaued a bit and then now we're at a point of our season where the teams gel together properly even when there are people coming off the bench people like Zamburek coming in it's like there's definitely the uh something in the air there's something in the air now now it feels like we could definitely do something special and we could if not the playoffs I don't know I don't know I definitely think we're going to get playoffs maybe automatic here we've got such a talented bunch of players and and Jaburik as he said he made such a difference as well so excited up the beans. So this is an interesting, you know, he's quoting Phil Collins and everything like that. Something in the air tonight. So you, so you, so you know, we must be moving forward into that's some your, sort, some sort of, some some sort of some sort of genesis here, like you know. But anyway, this is the besotted Prada West London podcast. I just want to say three things. First of all, I want to say, um, don't forget to vote for us in the Football Supporters Federation Awards or FSA Awards. Besotted.com forward slash um, awards as well. The second thing is also next Saturday down the globe here 12.30 onwards Billy Manuel known as Billy the football ex-Brentford player Brentford legend he's going to be coming down there we've started a little legends have a little drink and a chat and a hangout with a legend before a Brentford game in the forever you know last season at Griffin Park so come down here in the globe 12.30 onwards Billy Manuel's going to be hanging out here we might watch a bit of football take a photograph of him chat to him we'll do that a lot at the globe 12.30 and then the third thing 
everyone's been asking us about our Christmas social at the brewery. Unfortunately, due to Fuller's uh, being brought out by Asahi, the negotiations haven't quite taken place for this year. Maybe we might look at next year. So this year we've had to put it on hold, unfortunately. But the good news, but the good news on the 1st of May, put this in your diary, the day before the last day of the season, we have got the summer social back in Ealing at the Drayton Court again. It's going to be back and it's going to be absolutely TV tremendous. So put that in your diary now. Put yourself some hotels and everything like that because you know you're going to be wanting to go to sleep at three in the morning and then get up and go straight to Griffin Park the next day and hopefully it's going to be a promotion party. But other than that, it's a besotted Pride of West London podcast. We are absolutely taping tremendously very happy because we've got three points to get ready as we say... Come on, you Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.